Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, King of Uncles. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Yeah, that's right. You got a new nickname. I got a new nickname and a new niece. Cool. Oh, hey, well, well, okay. So I'm not, I don't want to take away from your... You know, special day. Right. And because, I mean, I think the birth of this a niece, is my day. It's all about the uncle. This is my day. That's why sure. I'm wearing my tiara. The wedding is about the bride. Yeah. And the birth of a niece is about the uncle. Bingo. Some people say it's about the parents. Or, no. You know. The OBGYN. Right. Yeah. No. The uh, doula. No. Nah. The doula is there to make sure I have a good experience. Sure. So, you've not been an uncle for that long. That's true. What. What makes you king of the uncles? Are you just, is this a, you know, are you preempting this? Are you, is this like a king of pop thing where you're like, if I just say it enough? Well, I mean, I already have my career in the Jackson 5. Sure, that's true. Which is, in this case, is my legacy of literally decades of uncle quality humor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And just uncle lifestyle choices like uh, spending all my money on records. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, having impractical cars. Sure. Um, These are all uncle moves. I mean, you haven't purchased a boat. That's true. You haven't been through a, <laughs> you've not been through a divorce. Oh, my uncle had a boat and then he went to jail. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you can't have it all. Sure. In this life. <laughs> you uh, wear shorts only seldomly as opposed to constantly. Oh, that's a good point. That's, a, that's definitely so, an area of, well, here's the thing. My... My, I had a very beloved uncle mm-hmm. uh, who passed away uh, a few months ago, mm-hmm. and his services were at the same time my niece was being born. So I feel like his king uncle spirit passed into me. Mm. And I don't mean to get metaphysical on you. No, please do. I mean, I know you've been doing a lot of um, um, ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say TM, <laughs> yeah. transcendental meditation. Well, but I'm I've, sure that includes some ayahuasca trips as well. I have been doing a lot of TM, and while mm-hmm. I have not yet bought a boat, mm-hmm. I have levitated a boat. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, are you, if, what's it, your Well, lev- it was me and David Lynch together. Okay, so do you think at some point yeah. your levitation skills will get to be so powerful that you can just tell Lynch to, you know, take five? right. And then you can levitate the boat from the marina or the boat show to your house. I mean, that is Grand Theft Marine. Mm -hmm. But I'm willing to do it. I mean, it's definitely a big part of the transcendental meditation process is learning to steal vehicles. So I guess you've got two two steps. Right. As I see it. Okay. I want to paint a picture for me, Jordan. So you, I mean, uh, you know, you make a good case for, you know having a lot of uncle-like tendencies, already being primed to be a good uncle. Right. But, the you know, I think the two key elements that you are missing are shorts and a boat. Okay. So. I see. I'm glad that I went to you because I thought the elements I was missing were pumps and a bump. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so just, you know, keep working at this TM. Keep chugging the ayahuasca like it was Gatorade. We should not have sold that boat that we bought. Yeah, no, I know. I guess we, yeah, I guess you and I were briefly in possession of a boat. I mean, how long did we own that boat? Brian went to Orange County to pick it up. Yeah. That was about three days before we recorded mm-hmm. our uh, episode of the show that we recorded out on MacArthur Park, MacArthur Park Lake. Mm-hmm. 
I would say technically we really only owned it from the time that I first touched it, which is when we were carrying it down to the lake, to mm-hmm. when we left it in the lake with a sign that said free boat. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> so I mean, that's like two hours maybe. I'm sorry. I mean you must at this point have known that your sister-in-law yeah. was pregnant. Yeah. Why did so you not, why'd of, you not hold on of, to that boat? I kind of blew it. Yeah. Sorry. I don't want to – you know, I don't mean to armchair quarterback here. Right. No, but I mean, that's what I hired you for, Jordan. Sure. That's why bought me this lovely lazy boy, too. <laughs> you work for me as an armchair quarterback. Yeah, I look at your life choices, and uh-huh. I say that they were wrong after the fact. Yeah. So, I mean, we either need to get that boat back from whoever took it. Right. You need to, or you build your levitation powers up to the point where you can levitate a new boat. Mm-hmm. Without the help of David Lynch, who was very busy with the uh, Twin Peaks reboot. Right. Then slowly transition your pants into shorts. I don't think it should be a... uh, Do I have to use transcendental meditation to do that? No, no. You can just... Here's what I think you should do. I mean, I don't think you should transition too quickly to, you know, to to continue the, you know, nautical talk. You'll get the bends. Right. If you just automatically, you know, burn the pants. Right. Got it. For shorts. So just slowly start to make your pants shorter. Yeah. Like it can be a, a transition that happens over six months or something. So once you do these two things, either steal back the boat that you, you know, let slip through your fingers. Right. Slowly transition pants to shorts. I think you got a good shot at this King of the Uncle thing if you're dedicated to it. Could I do – could I have not full-time shorts if I always wore a visor? <sighs> Uh, I mean, you know, this is obviously a decision. Again, armchair quarterback here. Right. I'm not a professional. I'm just a fan. Sure. Something but I mean, gonna... you're a professional fan. I do pay you as we discussed. Sure, to exactly. Yeah. To... But, I mean, you'll have to take this up with the Council of Uncles. Okay. Uh, a, bo- a governing board that includes both Jimmy Buffett and Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think once you get them to sign off on... You know, the fact that when you are wearing long pants, you will be wearing a visor. Uh-huh. You're good. Okay. So, again. Should we bring – should we introduce our guest or should we just keep talking <laughs> yeah, uncle let's, stuff? Yeah, uh, let's introduce the guest. This Who is, knows? This maybe isn't, this maybe isn't he's going an well. uncle. We don't know. We don't know. He's a legendary stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a brand new stand-up comedy album called Oh No, It's Dwayne Kennedy. You might have seen him on the, the David Letterman program mm-hmm. on Totally Biased on numerous other television shows plying his trade. Dwayne Kennedy. Hey. Dwayne, are you an uncle at all? Yes. You got any tips? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> when you, you you lost me with the, with the boats and the I was thinking I was thinking yeah. boats, man. What, okay. And then the the telekinesis on the pants lifting thing you were talking about. Sure. Yeah. And I was thinking, man, if if that's the case, you wear a visor. You need to say a vast and ahoy a lot, probably. Oh, yeah. That helps. Yeah. But, yeah, just kind of like working it into everyday conversation like, oh, ahoy, who wants some, you know, shall I get some mozzarella sticks for the table? Yeah. <laughs> ahoy. Yeah, right. Ahoy, snacks. Yeah, I got some milk. All I need are these chips. Ahoy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A vast there, ye. Sure. Somebody's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe when you see a, you know, when you see a babe, maybe you got a babe as a waitress or. Right. You know, it could be like, you know, a vast, you know, yon, yon mermaid. Yeah. Yep. You can, yeah. you know, apply you really, a little of that uncle charm. It's really I'm sorry. I'm, I'm clearly not good at this. You saw the hesitation. Yeah. It's I, important I to teach nieces and nephews about babes, though. Right, sure. right. I'm just wondering how the whole maritime thing kind of merged into unclehood. 
I mean, I guess I, as I see it. Jordan's yeah. uh, aunt is married to the sea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, so, and that's my uncle. Yeah. I guess as I see it, the, yeah. you know, the unkliest of uncle is a guy uh-huh. whose main goal in life is to own a boat and then we'll tell you about the boat. Yeah. I would say this is not a saltwater boat. I think more likely this is a freshwater boat. Freshwater we're boat. Looking at a, we're looking at a, a, a boat on a great lake. Mm-hmm. A uh, boat on a lesser lake. Sure. Uh, not a river boat. No. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing if, if your, if your uncle had, had a, a river had a, boat. Right, a steam-powered <laughs> like river a boat. paddle paddle wheeler. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You can gamble out there. Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oof, that's the life. Yeah. Oh. That is the life. Yeah. yeah. Taking his name after, oh, that was already done. Yeah, yeah. that's too late yeah. for yeah. Uncle Samuel Longhorn Clemens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I think we were before. Now, I think we can – I think we've fleshed this out. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we want fans on Twitter to give you all of their uncle tips. Yeah. Uh, but I – what I – something I picked up in our pre-show conversation mm-hmm. is that, Dwayne, you had a glasses issue. Glasses? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This happened. Dwayne is on That's an upcoming right. episode of Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. Yes, and he came by the office the other mm-hmm. day to do yes. that to do that uh, interview, and he did it. Uh, he came by in a taxi cab. A taxi. I went old school. Yeah, yeah. like I an actual it. taxi cab. Yeah. Did you call it? Did you hail it? How do you How do you get one of these things? I called it. I had a friend. This is how traumatized. This is how <laughs> how afraid you are as a black man to get a cab. I had somebody call. On my behalf. Mm. When you say bone. when you say somebody, you mean a white person? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm just playing. I, no, think, no. It was I like... think I think you should just do like a classic, like nineteen ninety-two <laughs> deaf comedy jam white guy voice. <laughs> Hello, this is Dwayne Kennedy. <laughs> right. And I this is But so... my friends call me Chip. <laughs> right. 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 This is Trevor, and uh, <laughs> Dwayne Kennedy needs a ride somewhere. Yeah. No, um, no, this just she called just on my behalf, but it, it wasn't for that reason. I, I, I would have called myself. So yeah, so cab comes, taxi cab, right? And uh, I get here, and I left my glasses in the back of the car, hmm. and I'm checking. With, and I'm asking Jesse, "Hey, man, have you?" See my glasses? He said no. Do you have any extra glasses? Yeah, you got any extra glasses? He said no. And no souvenir glasses? No. <laughs> no, no glasses you give the guest? I have these glasses I wore on yeah. New Year's Eve 2009. Yeah. Yeah, can, yeah, yeah. They say they are right. shaped like 2009. You can wear those. I right. have a couple pairs of real D glasses. Mm, sure. Yeah, yeah. Without when you three? saw a Despicable mm-hmm. Me 2. Yeah, exactly. In real D 3D. <laughs> uh, when I saw a Despicable Me 2 a couple times. Sure. <laughs> oh, man. Real. Yeah. So I called the at the behest of Jesse. Didn't you have me do that? I did. They said, hey, why don't you call the cab company? What? Well, but I, you don't. Here's the thing. I have no reason to expect that anyone at any cab company would even answer their phone. Sure. Right. Best case scenario, you're getting a Danny DeVito type, right? <laughs> sure. Like, right. that's best case scenario. But uh, Dwayne... I was. We were like, well, we might as well just call. I mean, who right. knows? Worst thing that could happen is they tell you to go stick it in your ear, or just say, uh, "Sir, um, 
Call that back number's when no your longer in checked. service. Yeah. 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 That cab company. There was never a cab company <laughs> called the. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. cab company died in 1954. <laughs> yeah, they, they say on a full moon, right, sometimes right, right. the National Cab Company that will cab pick company someone up. sank on the Titanic. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that taxi cab was a. Ghost cab. That's a good. Yeah. So yeah. So I called. We planned that before. Okay, that was a good one, man. Yeah. We script the whole first twenty minutes of the show, sort of like Bill Walsh used to do with the Forty ers You know. Oh yeah. Got to script the first twenty plays. Yeah, yeah. Um. But you got. You're wearing the glasses that you were left in the cab. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I called them. They in turn gave me. They called their driver. They asked me, to, you know, when did I get picked up, what time, mm-hmm. where I was going, this and that. They called the driver. Driver said he had them. They gave me the driver's number, called him up. And then actually he dropped them off where he picked me up to bring me to the show. So I actually walked from here to uh, La Brea and Franklin when I left here the other day. That's a hike. That's yeah. too far to walk. I don't mind walking. You know. And it, you know what I mean? People say, well, can you walk there? I always say, any place walking distance if you got the time. Sure. Right. And you've yeah. got nothing Ask Lewis and Clark. That is a pretty good. <laughs> a good point. Jordan, Jordan, are Lewis and Clark here? Can we talk to Lewis and Clark? <laughs> Let me get both of them. Hey, it's us. <laughs> They're on their way. They're walking. Uh, when I think you're, not to stick it in your face, Jesse, because yeah. I know you are, right. you are, you know, you're, you're coming in pretty hot for this King of the Uncles thing. Right. I think... You can walk anywhere if you've got the time is a great uncleism. That is a really solid You're not piece coming up with great uncleisms like that okay, off that's the top. A good one. All yeah. Right. I like it. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks, it's a, man. Yeah, it's a great piece of advice for a young person. Yeah. How about this? How about this? The fish ain't biting if you're not casting. Man, that just reeks of tryhard, dude. Okay, sorry. <laughs> come on, man. It's gotta <laughs> just it's gotta smoothly just come off the dome. <laughs> it would be metaphorical. Like it wouldn't we wouldn't be talking about fishing at that time. It would be talking about you have to try to succeed. It's I don't know. I can see you sweating, man. I can see you sweating to come up with those uncles. So you know, you're new to this. Don't don't hope to be the king of the uncles right out of the gate. Uh-huh. How long has it been since this baby's been out? A few days. Just sit in it for a while. Dwayne's clearly had some experience. Sit in what? Uncle, uncleness. Oh, I thought you meant like the afterbirth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that might help you connect to the child more. Yeah, yeah sit in that. Yeah. <laughs> Just smear the placenta on oh, your face. Oh, buddy. And that might actually be good for your complexion. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Yeah. yeah point taken. It has yeah. exfoliating that's, principles. You know what I mean? Your uncle's skin is glowing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the placenta. <laughs> Is that how uncles talk? Yes, it's me and uncle. <laughs> That's right. Hello, I'm your uncle. <laughs> Hello, dear. I'm your uncle, Jesse. <laughs> I'm married to your mother's sister. <laughs> Would you like a ride on the carousel? <laughs> That's right. That's how I say it. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Co. <laughs> Okay, I've got a list of things we can do for our podcast. Don't know Ross and Carrie. You got some ideas? Yeah, I think so. Okay, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we could get ear candled. Uh, no, that was one of our first episodes. Oh, right. Okay. We could get hypnotherapy. No, we went to like a, a school for it. Oh, okay. Uh, we could join the Mormons. 
We got baptized. Don't you remember? Okay. Well, what if we went to uh, an occult meeting or cryotherapy or took a juice cleanse or ate only Soylent for a month? No, we did them. Reiki? You're a practitioner. We could join Christian science or we could go to pet psychics or do astrology or go to the Queen Mary where they have all those ghost hunts. Done them all. That's my whole list. Well, what else can we do? I mean, this is Los Angeles. Well, I guess we could do that one thing. Oh. The scary thing. The one that everybody's asked us to do yeah, since we started the show. For like five years. Am I being clear? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. But if I die, you have to tell my family that I love them and that they can hear the episode on iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. I'll tell them. Thanks, Ross. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Dwayne Kennedy, smut buster. <laughs> I mean, I, as, as a fan of smut, you are now my enemy. <laughs> if you're out to bust smut. I'm here to bust smut. <laughs> but I got to say, that's one, of the, that's one of the strongest to the hoop first nicknames it's of great. a guest. It's great. Since Kurt Explodo Anderson. Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> It is. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm right there with you, Jesse. It is. Uh, it's an all-time great. Okay. Fuck, man, you're coming with that. Man, you're coming. You're coming with great nicknames, uncleisms. <laughs> Shit. Can I? Can I tell you something about Shit. speaking on the subject of uh, Kurt Explodo Anderson? Sure. Uh, Kurt, if you're listening, you don't know, or Dwayne, if you don't know, Kurt, a friend of ours, he hosts the public radio show Studio 360, mm-hmm. and is also an acclaimed novelist and. Uh, uh, and writer of various types mm-hmm. of things and public intellectual. One of the things that he did was he and Graydon Carter, uh, who's the editor of Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. founded Spy Magazine in oh. the, uh, I guess this was what, the mid mid to late 80s. Yeah, spy. And uh, I was reminded by Kurt of something, uh, something in Spy became timely again, uh, which is Spy had a long-running feud with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so no, whatever whatever reminded you of that. Yeah. And <laughs> oh everything. <laughs> and uh it was it was it was spy style mm-hmm. that is to say it was always done when mm-hmm. that whenever you whenever uh, someone wrote about Donald Trump in spy uh, they referred to him as short-fingered vulgarian Donald Trump. <laughs> short-fingered vulgarian Donald Trump. And not only that, but uh, uh, Graydon Carter, I think, just wrote a little piece about it, like a little reminiscence mm-hmm. about this period of their lives. And uh, he noted that for literally more than a decade after after a spy <laughs> folded, which was like maybe five years after it started, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he would get in the mail pictures of Donald Trump from Donald Trump with the hands circled <laughs> and an arrow saying, see, not very short. <laughs> wow. You know, uh, we have a similar running gag on At Midnight when talking about Donald Trump and all the presidential candidates. We, uh, you know, when talking about them, we try and come up with a, a fun descriptor. Uh, sorry, my mic stand just fell randomly. That looked kind of cool, go. though. Uh, for instance, uh, I 
think one one that I liked for Donald Trump was uh, a shrieking buffalo wing that someone fished out of a urinal. <laughs> so I think uh, Dave Tomlinson came up with a uh, flaccid penis poked through a pancake. Yes. I was there for flaccid penis yeah, poked uh, through a pancake. Dave, I got a few yucks out Dave, of that Dave Tomlinson. Very funny man. Uh, anyway, do you think he will start to respond to those? I mean, I would love to get an 8 by 10 Oh, you know, wow. with some sort of handwritten, you know, note proving that he was not, in fact, a shrieking buffalo wing that someone had fished out of a urinal. I mean, there's a lot. I don't know if you guys know this, but Donald Trump's actually running for president now. For what? And, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, when Spy Magazine came out in 1987 mm-hmm. or whatever, he was, a, he was a local celebrity more than anything sure. else in the New York area. I mean, certainly there was Trump the board game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was mostly a New York guy, and so I think that that helped them get his attention. Now that he's, you know, now that he's out there, he's got to deal with, oh, what did Bill Maher say about sure, me? Sure, yeah. What did Nancy Grace say mm-hmm. about me? Yeah, yeah. What did Regis Philbin say about me? Sure. What did uh, the two broke girls say about me? Uh, what did the Property Brothers say about me? <laughs> it's like a constant, you know, a constant barrage of of things, and so I don't know yeah. if he has the time to focus on what Chris Hardwick says about it. Yeah. That's a shame. Although he might because he is a very proud nerd. Right. Yeah. Donald Trump. He's been following at Nerdist for a long time. But now that Chris is at Chris Hardwick, maybe Mm -hmm. he. Yeah, he probably. Yeah. The change in the Twitter handle could probably be a little bit confusing, uh, especially for, you know, a guy who has so many Twitter followers. So I I, I get that. So, yeah. Well, Donald Trump, if you're out there. Oh, he's Please. out there. If you're, if you're listening <laughs> oh, to, he's real. If you're, he's real. If you're on your, if you're in your helicopter listening to podcasts, uh, please send me an eight by ten proving that you're not in fact a. Uh buffaloing from a urinal. Anyway. Wouldn't it be awesome if Donald Trump was just a super big podcast fan? That would be. I would be great. It might turn me around on him completely. My theory is that Donald Trump is a government operative. <laughs> And that because the government can't just go around asking people, are you racist? <laughs> they send Trump out there like the Pied Piper of bigots. Uh-huh. This then, is like reverse COINTELPRO? Yes. I like that. Yeah, get on out there, Donald. Run on this racist, bigoted, sexist, <laughs> nationalist campaign and we'll see who comes out to support you and then we'll and then a big net goes down yeah yeah keep an eye on those folks donald trump is actually like an employee of the southern poverty law center sure it's just like there's just a guy there with a pencil and a pad going frank thompson (laughs) sally (laughs) yeah yeah right sally bennett huge racist Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that would be yeah i mean i think that i think that they should or maybe it's a thing where like he I'm thinking of that old trick where there's some, like, food on a, a blanket or over a pit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They go for the food and they fall in the pit. Anything. Maybe Trump yeah. can organize something like that. Yeah. Oh. For racists. Yes. What kind of food would you say is a racist's favorite food? Uh, I mean, I don't want to generalize, but I think just something kind of, you know, because there are so many different kinds of racists, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, you know, you have your Well, classic. I mean, there's a lot of kinds of corn nuts. Sure, yeah. So, yeah, you know, ranch corn nuts. There you go. <laughs> yeah. The favorite corn nut flavor. <laughs> Of the racist. I mean, certain, like, I think I, I think to some extent uh, uh, ranch is a good overall, but, you know, some types of, some people, if you're racist against Vietnamese, maybe your favorite is barbecue corn nuts. Mm. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Maybe classic sure. corn nuts is your favorite 
if, if you're, you know, specifically racist against Latinos. Oh, sure. Hey, if you racists are out there, yeah. hit us up, tag at Core Nuts, and tell us what your favorite. <laughs> tell us two things. We want to hear two things from you. Yeah. Who you are most racist against. Yeah. What group are what you group? targeting? And, and then, remember to tar- remember to tag at Core Nuts. Yeah. Oh, you got to tag at Core Nuts. Yeah. So say the slur of your choice. Right. At Core Nuts. Yeah. And then the Core Nuts flavor of your choice. <laughs> right. Think we can start this movement? What? Yeah. I mean, this movement has already started. It's called market research, Jordan. Sure. The the ship sailed on market research sometime in the early 20th century. <laughs> you got to know the territory, as they say mm, in the music man. Mm-hmm. And the corn, the people at Corn Nuts, literally, I had a meeting yesterday with the people at Corn Nuts. They said we know that we're the snack of choice for the racist community, mm-hmm. but our question <laughs> is, what kinds of racists like what kinds? <laughs> Of corn nuts. Mm-hmm. And then their secondary question was, do you think there's a way to use interactive media mm, sure. to suss this out? Because they know, look, Dwayne, <laughs> I'm a thought leader in the interactive media space. Mm-hmm. All right. And so companies like this seek me out to get my insights uh-huh. um, on st- strategy. Okay. I suggested, look, corn nuts, give us $10,000. Mm-hmm. We'll dedicate a segment on Jordan Jesse Go to finding this out for you. Also tag at Martin O'Malley. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So I would say the, the people to tag mm-hmm. in this, Corn Nuts, Martin O'Malley, let us know who you're racist against and what your favorite type of uh, Corn Nuts is. I think that's great. This will be a fun, be a fun, fun, fun tweet up. Yeah. Now, why is Martin O'Malley still in the race? No, he dropped out. But um, we do like to include Martin O'Malley in oh, everything. Yeah. Because okay. we feel kind of bad for him, you know. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he got a bad rap. And then what about wing nuts? Corn nuts? You mean just wing nuts, the hardware? Yes. <laughs> or I just... Ben Carson. Yeah. <laughs> Good old wing nuts. Yeah, yeah. Ben Car- I, Well, I guess I was going to say it's been a while since we've heard a crazy Ben Carson thing. I guess maybe we he, people have not been paying attention to him enough. Or maybe like- his writers have quit. <laughs> They would go back to write for the Adult Swim shows they write for. Like, sorry, we have another uh, season of Aqua Teen Hunger Force to write, Ben Carson. Sorry, ben. We can't write the insane things that you say. This campaign has lost steam. I'm, I'm going home. I'm going to go back to Atlanta to write another season of Perfect Hair Forever. Um, yeah, boy, I guess he had that thing where he didn't come out for the debate. Do you guys remember that? Oh my God! I, you know, was uh, you should know, Dwayne, that we're very rarely topical on this program. Mm. Oh, okay. But recently, on recently in the Republican debates, I'm sure many people who are listening mm-hmm. saw this. Uh, they saw uh, the, that literally, what was it? Three or four of the candidates mm-hmm. missed their cues, kind of stacked up in the wings, and, and ended up kind of like walking into each other, kind of circling each other. And staring out into space, mm-hmm. all on camera, in the most recent Republican debate, and it was the most amazing thing I've ever. Like, I don't think you could oversell. Yeah, how, how amazing this is. <laughs> like, I, I, I imagine someone on the internet has put the Curb Your Enthusiasm music behind it, <laughs> but like, it never has that. It was just like bumbling, like sixty-year-old boobs. Like just bumbling, and they each have their own. What, what, the other amazing thing is, so like, there's a few real 
uh, Bumblekins mm-hmm. running, and they were the ones who got hung up. And then the ones who are the ones who know what they're doing mm-hmm. in life, they just I, there's there's these shots of them walking past them, and like Jeb Bush like pats like Trump or something mm-hmm. on the shoulder and just gives him a sweet smile yeah. and goes like, I don't know. You know, <laughs> yeah. it just goes out. He's like, I, I'm not missing my cues. So. <laughs> I, I will see you guys later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I, you sound, you want to be the president. Sure. I, I, I am not doing well, but I can get out to the fucking podium when I'm supposed to. And there's this, there's an amazing part where Ben Carson is sort of if Ben Carson is the first one you'll mm-hmm. be shocked to hear mm-hmm. oh, man. the first one to miss his cue and there's just this part where he's looking back into the wings there's it's this is on camera live uh-huh. a guy who's like a stage manager leans out and you can see him holding his clipboard and I'm talking about six feet away from Ben Carson <laughs> eight feet away from Ben Carson not like a twenty seven feet mm-hmm. away. And he's just going, go, 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 go. <laughs> but there is a moment, there is a moment in that go, go, go where, and, you know, you're seeing one-eighth of this man's body. He's just yeah. peeking out from behind a curtain. Yeah. You see this guy's body language just say, fuck it. I don't know if he <laughs> physically said fuck it, but yeah. you see him going like, I, I am not going to flail at Ben Carson anymore. He clearly doesn't know what's going on. Fuck it. Yeah, it's it, it's it, it's one of the best TV things ever. I'm going to say it's better than the finale of Mash. Well, okay, so but not only that, but as Ben Carson is looking confused, there's this this moment where Trump comes out looking like, like I mean, he sort of always looks like this, but just in a full body mm-hmm. shot while he's being confused, he looks like a uh, like a capon. You know, like he just he just comes out with his, you know, the top half of him is twice is like six times the size as the bottom of the bottom half of him. And he's just going like, and he basically just he basically just walks up to Ben Carson and says, hey, do you not have any idea what's going on? I don't know or care either. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It is truly amazing. Uh, it thus ends political satire corner here at Maximo, here at Jordan Jesse Go. And a scathing segment it was. Of course, I do not endorse any of these candidates and have no preferences among these candidates. But I think I'm allowed to think that that was funny because it was really funny. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. I wonder what the supporters of these men thought when this was happening. <laughs> I mean, they're, maybe they thought they were sticking it to the mainstream media. Yeah. Oh, you mean the lamestream media, Jesse? I think you, <laughs> I think you misspoke. You said mainstream media. When I think you meant lamestream media. Uh, one great uh, – I'm just going to say one last great sure. part of this whole thing mm-hmm. is – so they have the whatever seven or eight podiums mm-hmm. out there. Everybody that has 5% of the vote or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, like five of the eight or something are full. Mm-hmm. And the two debate moderators go, ladies and gentlemen, you're Republican candidates. <laughs> and then they just turn around and you see them. You just, you, like these are pr- talented, top of the top sure. level professional television personalities. I can't remember who was moderating this debate. But uh, <clears throat> and you just see it just flash across. Wait, which one? Where are they? And then they like continue 
but like with a with a little bit of the same thing that you were describing in that stage manage, manager, just like, well, <sighs> fuck it, I, you know, yeah, I, I yeah. D- Dwayne, how how closely have you been following all this stuff? Are you to are you enjoying it, or does it bum you out, or is it is it somewhere between the two? Uh, I'm I'm mostly indifferent. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think it's a pretty safe zone to be in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, although, what if Trump wins, man? That's what I now you know how everybody says when he started. Okay, it's just for publicity, this and that. And now, at least this cat is probably going to win the nomination. Sure. It see yeah. It seems like there were so many like little signposts. You know, when you're like, well, okay, like some kooks. Like him, but right. he'll never get to, you know, primary X, or he'll never get to debate right. Y. It's but he has; he's gotten to all of them. Right? It's and, very bizarre. Yeah. And 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 when they <laughs> broke down who voted for him, was it New Hampshire where mm-hmm. he won? And it was like even moderates and women, women, sure, moderates. Well, he's pretty sexy. He's very <laughs> buddy. So I mean, it's it's not as funny as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With every step that he makes forward. It gets less funny. Do you think he might replace social welfare programs with a copy of Trump the board game? I mean, yeah, just so you get. Probably. Uh, yeah. How much government assistance you get per month depends on how you do in a round of Trump the board game. I mean, he is the only candidate in my lifetime who has a board game that's at every garage sale ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, until. Mousetrap with one piece missing runs for president. <laughs> right. Trump is the board game he is. <laughs> Senator Kenneth Mall Madness. <laughs> um, oh, here's another uh, Trump descriptor that I kind of liked. Uh, orange condom filled with rancid stew. <laughs> I liked that one a lot. I thought that one was really good. Okay, let's end this political satire segment of the program uh, where I am treading on territory that I do not know what I am and am not allowed to say. No, of course not. Thanks to my status as an NPR journalist. Uh, But we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dwayne Kennedy, lingoist. Pretty good. Yeah, it's all. No smut buster. I think you can stick nah. with smut buster. I, oh, I can stay with that. Oh all yeah, right. you don't need a new one. Oh okay then, smut buster. Yeah, Dwayne Kennedy, smut buster. I love it. Uh, Jordan Jesse Go this week, supported in part by our friends at Squarespace. Hey, if you've got a passion that you obsess over, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's uh, pickles. Maybe yeah. you make your own pickles. Yeah, maybe you make uh, may, maybe you make your own cortito. Sure, maybe you it's make. A, Maybe, maybe you make your maybe you make your own uh, uh, pickled eggs. Maybe like a little belt buckle shaped like a TARDIS. Yeah, you make those. You're sending them out, and then you pickle them. And you pickle them. You put them in some brine. You put them up for the winter. Maybe you make quick pickles. Sure. Maybe quick buckles. Maybe <laughs> quick pickles. Quick buckles. Yeah. Uh, if you've got a passion that you obsess over, and you want everybody to know about it, you should show it off, and you should do it with a website from Squarespace. Yeah, I agree. Easy to use tools and templates. Every detail of what drives you can be showcased on your Squarespace website. If it's worth the effort, it is worth showing to the world. If you want a free trial of Squarespace, visit squarespace.com slash JJGo. Squarespace.com 
slash JJ Go. I messed up in that S, and I just thought I would make it like a style choice. Oh, cool. <laughs> you should Squarespace. Dwayne Kennedy actually just got his first website. Yeah. Yeah. Dwayne, Dwayne Kennedy. That's what they tell me. <laughs> That's what my peeps told me. You got a website now. I do. Thank you. I looked at it earlier this afternoon. It was very nice. Might have been designed with some handsome Squarespace templates. Oh, very it could be. Yeah. Very beautiful. Hard very to beautiful. say for sure. Hard to say for sure. Thank you to Squarespace. If you want to sponsor Jordan Jesse, go email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. If you want to get up on our Jumbotron with your announcement, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. You can share your personal, brief, personal, or commercial message with our audience. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. And I'm Dwayne Kennedy, Smart Buster. <sighs> Loving the delivery. Loving the delivery. Yeah. Very elegant. Mm hmm. It has a certain it has a certain kind of easy breezy quality that I like a lot. Sure, yeah. Well, a cover girl like you <laughs> likes the <laughs> easy breezy quality. Oh, hey, I forgot to make an announcement mm-hmm. in the last segment. Sure, uh, Max FunCon East is on and popping. Great. Uh, it is going to be Labor Day weekend in the Poconos. Uh, you can reserve your ticket. Let's see. Almost now. I think a week, the 19th, I think, is the day that we decided. Go to MaxFunCon.com, sign up for the email list there, and we will tell you when you can reserve mm-hmm. your ticket. Uh, but it's going to be awesome. That's all. I just wanted to share that. Just want to let people know. Fun share. Yeah. Uh, if something momentous happens to you at MaxFunCon East or wherever else. Sure. We ask Other you, locations. We ask you to call us and share it with us for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Our telephone number, 206 984 4FUN. 206-984-4-FUN. We've got a couple of calls on the line here. Let's take our first call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. This is Jessica calling from Chicago uh, with a momentous occasion. Um, about a month ago at my company's holiday party, um, I got a little drunk and jokingly told my CEO that he should give me a director position, which I'm not necessarily qualified for. Um, it was meant to be a joke, but I think the nuance got lost in all the wine that I was drinking, and I was very embarrassed about it. Um, I just got out of a meeting, and I got the director position. Apparently, I deserved it, even though I got drunk and talked at my CEO aggressively. Thanks, guys. Now, Dwayne, you're a Chicagoan. Mm-hmm. Where did, could you, from the tone and the, maybe the quality of the phone, could you tell where she was calling from, maybe? Do you have any thoughts well, she said she got drunk. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Chicago in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Shite town. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there was like a neighborhood or a... Yeah, know, no, I can't... Can't place I can't, it. No, I can't be that specific about the locale. Wicker Park, that's what I think. You think Wicker Park? Yeah. I think... That's a real Chicago neighborhood, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Wicker Park. Yeah, nailed I it. I think Shea Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That's yeah, in Queens. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I think. I'm, sa- <laughs> I'm going to say suburbs. Okay. Yes. Okay. I say Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. Hard to tell. And the, the accents are tough to distinguish. It has to do with diphthongs. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that, hey, that is... <laughs> I was, I was uh, thinking that was going to go another way when I heard drunk at the Christmas party. Uh-huh. Uh usually doesn't lead to a promotion, but it's right. nice to know that that your that your company is is cool promoting alcoholics. 
You yeah. know what I say to her? Hmm. Get him, get him, get him. Yeah, there you go. Drink him, drink him, drink him. Mm-hmm. Then get him, get him, get him. That yeah. That's when she said that and then she said she got a promotion. I was like, okay, this segment could be called Things That Happen to White People. <laughs> I got drunk at a Christmas party and I yelled in my boss's face and it gave me a promotion. Dwayne, did you not see the subtitle of George Jesse yeah. Joe? <laughs> I yelled at a cop and he bought me a lottery ticket. Oh, oh, cool. I smacked a nun and then... You won't believe what happened next. She took me to Golden Corral. Oh, oh great. A free trip to the chocolate fountain. <laughs> Uh, let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. It's Brian, Sonny D. This is Owen from Charlotte. Um, <laughs> I uh, just went to a country club um, to drop off a napkin that I found in my suit jacket from a wedding reception I attended at this venue. Um, and I wanted to make sure the napkin got back to them, so I walk in and... Um, I am greeted by a uniformed division uh, officer from the Secret Service, and I am, you know, he he wands me and everything, and I walk to reception, return the napkin, kind of joke with the receptionist, and um, told the Secret Service uh, special agents on the way out what I was doing, and they said, wow, that, uh, we don't usually see that. So anyways, um, it was quite a way to, uh, you know, try to do a good turn for the day. And um, anyways, uh, sorry, it was, to be clear, it's a Ben Carson event. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, love the show. Um, talk to you guys later. Bye. What? He started, he, he literally lapsed into a Ben Carson impression <laughs> yeah. by the end. Of yeah. That. He entered a Carson-like fugue state <laughs> of nonsense whispering. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know this show, your show. <laughs> right. So I don't know. It's like, was this cat, is this a part of how it goes on this show? <laughs> or do you all, too, think this cat is a lunatic? Yeah. Yes. Is, you're asking, is every episode of this show descend into madness? <laughs> yes. The answer, broadly speaking, is yeah. yes. I mean, but not in a specific way. I will, I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through my thought process okay. while I was listening to that. I'm like, first, oh, <laughs> after the Dwayne mentioned... Stuff that happens to white people. It starts with returning a napkin to a country club. <laughs> right. Right. In the South. Which is, yeah, which is. So with the, he's hitting country with the hard. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, yeah, I'm taking it to Ken's Country Club, if you know what I'm saying. Sure. And I talked to the program director, a.k.a. the Grand Dragon. <laughs> um, he's, retur- he's returning a napkin? It seems like uh, I get. Uh, I mean. I guess that's thoughtful, but also it's it's probably dirty. I mean, you had it because you wiped it on, you know, you. Your semen. Or, yeah, right. You clearly <laughs> we, listen. We all like to jizz at weddings. Yeah, they're just so covered beautiful. in a bridesmaid's juices. Sure. Oh, God. <laughs> it would happen at like a uh, a Bengali wedding or something. <laughs> what yeah. is so? He and, yeah. What he that put is a the weird, napkin in his pocket at the reception this is days later. So this is a was it's I assumed it was an embroidered cloth napkin yeah. of the country club that he had a grenade wrapped in. Oh <laughs> that he was going to yes. hurl at Dr. Carson. Well our next president. Yes. I think here's the thing. I think you know, on this in this specific area of 
uh, the subtitle of this program, mm-hmm. uh, Things That White People Do. <laughs> things that happen to white people. Yeah. Things that happen to and, white people. And well, with what my man, and that they do. Sure. Return yeah. napkins. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I think that the notable moment in this is our, our man. Do you remember what his name was? Don't know. Let's call Let's him Chip. Chip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Chip... <clears throat> Chip or Trevor or whatever his name was. Bryce. Came up to the front of this country club, of which he's not a member, apparently. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was stopped by a uniformed Secret Service officer. That Secret Service officer said, uh, what are you doing? Or, uh, hi, I'm a member of the Secret... Like, introduced himself, said... He didn't say what he was doing, but was nonetheless passed through. (laughs) And the answer to the question, what are you doing, was literally the most murderous answer. Right. Returning a napkin. napkin. Returning a napkin is exactly what a murderer would say they were doing at a country club. Because maybe they use that napkin to clean up one of their little crime scenes. Yeah, you got it. One of those little crime scenes. That's insane. It's yeah. I don't. I, I. I. What. What possesses a man to take a napkin from a thing and then return? I don't know. Or was he returning the napkin on behalf of someone else who had taken it? Mm. Oh man, we, we at the wedding. You. Mm-hmm. You're taking napkins, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I got a reputation in this town. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, maybe he was. Maybe he was. A lot of movers and shakers at that country yeah. club. Yeah. Maybe he was going for membership because I know that, you know, I get they think to those country clubs, you know, there's a membership process you have to apply and you have to, uh, you know, kind of court the, you know, court the people who are already there. You got to make friends with uh, like uh, local business leaders. Sure, exactly. Noah, the arcade magnate. (laughs) Sure, yes. Uh, You got to go bust a move where the games are played. Yeah. It's still it's fresh as Noah's arcade. Um, I just opened my mouth and had a game. (laughs) Oh, Noah. (laughs) We were played by one of Bill Murray's brothers, <laughs> Brian Doyle Murray, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe he was. He's just so deep in that application process. Like he is. He wants it. He can taste. You know, he can taste that. You know, poolside chicken sandwich that right. they are famous for. Right. Have you got? Have you had this poolside chicken sandwich? Now, 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 now. Have my, you my, had my, my, this my, poolside my, my. chicken sandwich? My, 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 my. It's as juicy as the pool itself. Sure. Yeah. What's What's <laughs> it's more as juicy as a bridesmaid after a wedding what's, ceremony? What is What is more moist? Yeah. This the pool. The bridesmaid. The bridesmaid. Morning dew. Uh-huh. Or the breast on this fucking poolside chicken sandwich? I don't know. Do you think it's grilled, breaded, and fried? I think you got an option. Depends on whether or not you want to indulge. Yeah, I you, do. Yeah. Answer, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to a, a presidential campaign event? No, uh-uh. I no. think as, as, as Californians, we've never, you've never seen, seen a presidential candidate. I've been to two in my life. Okay. Uh, when we were in college... Uh, Al Gore came through San Jose, I think mostly to raise money when mm-hmm. he was running for president. Uh, and Bill Clinton showed up and spoke much more memorably than Al Gore. To drop in. And went through and was, you know, shaking people's hands. I tried to give him a high five. <laughs> and uh, he – if you imagine my fingertips meeting, meeting the top of his palm, mm-hmm. 
and then him bending his fingers over my fingertips to transform my high five into mm-hmm. a handshake. Oh, boy. Like a weird, sad handshake. That's when I really lost a lot of respect. Sure. In Some people lost position. respect for Bill yeah. Clinton when he went on the attack against Bernie Sanders, but I had long mm-hmm. previously lost it uh, when I knew that he wasn't going to high five me. That was one. The other is in 1988, my dad uh, uh, was working for. Uh, my dad was working in the independent living movement, and uh, Jesse Jackson came to town. Mm. And my dad was, wrote uh, some remarks for him, like bullet points or something. I mean, you don't write a speech for Jesse Jackson. But uh, uh, I met Jesse Jackson at that time. And I'm not going to brag about how quick-witted mm-hmm. I am, mm-hmm. but I even was even then in 1987 or sure. 88 or whenever that was. I said to him, and this is a quote, my name's Jesse, too. Oh. And you've been best friends ever since. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. Yeah. Dwayne, a presidential candidate, ever seen one, met one? Mm-hmm. No, the closest I came was just tonight when I was late, being stuck in traffic because of the president. Oh, yeah. Time. We've yeah. got uh, yeah. an LA, a little phenomenon we like to call Obama traffic. Yeah. yeah. Classic Obama traffic When he's situation. there doing the dab on Ellen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, had, I had a Secret Service agent shine a um, <clears throat> spotlight in my face once. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some friends from L.A. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I was taking them around, and I said, hey, you want to go by the president's crib hmm. that night? And I had a, <laughs> in a van. I yeah. was driving a van. <laughs> all this, all this yeah. checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this, this all sounds up. normal. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. just a big black van that had a sign on the side that said plumbing repair. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. With the sign that was kind of hanging off the side, the mm-hmm. magnet. Yeah. She said, yeah. not suspicious. Right. Yeah. So I'm driving the van, and her, my friend and her people, and everybody's in the van. And we go by, and it's on 53rd Street in Hyde Park. And I slow down. I said, see, right there down the street, you can't see it because the moment I slow down, boom, Whoa. spotlight right in the grill, my face. Oh, I guess, well, had to keep it moving, but you just saw. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> we, should, we should also mention that uh, the four of you were working at stage hand, working as stagehands at the time. <laughs> so you were wearing all black. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, and you uh, were doing a little bit of lock picking on the side. <laughs> well, no, and I mean, all of us were pointing and you know audibly yelling, "Is that the house?" <laughs> yeah, get it. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Uh, how was how was the president's house in Chicago? Was it nice? It's nice. It's not lavish. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's in Hyde Park, and you know, it's a lot of. Nice homes in Hyde Park. This is one of them, but it's not gaudy. Okay. Yeah. Tasteful. Yeah. I would love it if I would love it if we just had just found out from Dwayne Kennedy that Barack Obama lived in like a a gilded mansion. Sure. Like just fucking towers that like a Winchester mm-hmm. mystery house, but yeah, painted yeah. With, with actual gold. Mm-hmm. Like like <laughs> when Master P was on Cribs, and uh, Lil Romeo had his own house and his own tiny car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Each of his daughters. Yeah, this little... is Malia's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is Malia's tiny Land Rover. Mm-hmm. Or even funnier if it had been like Red Man's crib. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, that's the greatest Cribs ever. What's, what, now, I have not seen the Red Man Cribs. It was just a disastrously shitty apartment in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> just like just like no – like just crates instead of chairs. And just a big TV with a, with a Genesis or whatever connected to it. When some cat laying on the living room floor asleep. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I did – yeah, I did – I do remember – from time to time, they would do an anti-cribs where they would take you – like someone would just shamelessly show you through their terrible house. Yeah. And it was always filled with dumb buddies. It was always just filled with like the neighborhood guys they were friends with who sucked and yeah. were there. But remember uh, on Cribs when, when we were all at Snoop Doggy Dog's house and then – he was showing his basketball court, and then boys to men came to play basketball with him. <laughs> it it seems like. We By are... the way, I apologize if it was like another bad creation or something, and not boys to men, mm-hmm. and I ruined it. Please don't correct me. Please no. send your corrections to. Who are we sending them to now? Oh yeah, so I we guess... forgot to decide last week. I got a lot of complaints. Yeah, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Dwayne, for you, for your, uh, uh, for your information. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't like being corrected on the show, so we okay. ask the people send them to various presidential candidates. Yeah. I was Ted Cruz for a while. Uh, Martin O'Malley, he dropped out. Um, who's the who's that new Republican people like? Marco oh, Rubio? Kasich. Yeah, John, John Kasich. Kasich. Yeah, that's a good a one. John Kasich. Yeah. yeah, hit him up on Twitter. Yeah. Tell him shout a racial slur. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him what coordinates you like. <laughs> And what uh, uh, what boy band was actually at Snoop Dogg's house during the Snoop Dogg Cribs? Yeah, great. I think it doesn't seem like Cribs is due for a comeback. I mean, maybe music- musicians live less extravagantly these days. Yeah, I would like to see a Cribs with uh, our friend John Roderick. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just his like 1978 GMC motorhome <laughs> that keeps breaking down. That would be pretty dope. They can cruise around Seattle, go to that clown bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I feel like what do you you do a cribs with like Amy Mann or something? It's like oh, here's my bungalow in Silver Lake. Sure, yeah, right. I'm doing okay. Yeah, you could probably just pan around and get it all. You could probably have the guy move the camera from side to side. I'm proud to be a professional artist. Sure, is what they would say. Mm-hmm. Modest cribs. Yeah, I think people are into modesty these days. I think that the tiny house movement has sparked an interest in modesty, hmm, yeah. and I think people are ready to see the careers of like, you know. Indie musicians who can sell out a, you know, medium-sized theater. Yeah. Not to mention that production-wise, then you could shoot like 80 cribs in one day. Holy shit, you're right. You don't have to do that much walking around. Boom. Got it. If you just would, if you just spend an afternoon in Portland, you could knock out a whole season of television. Yeah. You could just, you know. Here's Brendan Canty from Fugazi. Sure. Where's the guy from Block Party lift? Yeah. Head down to his house. Sure. Right. Probably pretty nice. Yeah. Modest. Here's local rappers, the Lifesavers. <laughs> they live together in one house. You could do 22 episodes of television. Yeah. Modest Cribs. Does you think anyone out there knows an executive? Modest MTV? <laughs> That's what the M stands for. Modesty. It's a big MTV Networks is a wide umbrella. Yeah. It's part of the Viacom family. Yeah. You got MTV Europe, mm-hmm. MTV VH1 Soul, VH, sure. you know, and then you got uh, uh, Modest MTV. Yeah. And soon to come, maybe in 2030, MTV Mars. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see that. Mars Cribs. <laughs> Mars Cribs. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I uh, live here in this uh, 
oxygen tent? Yeah. I don't know. What would you have on You know what would be a pretty baller move for, for a, like, a cool, like, you know, going to commercial line for MTV Mars Cribs? What's that, Jordan? Would be, you know, just imagine, a, you know, a kind of a decadent, you know, a decadent character, uh, you know, like a like a CeeLo or maybe, you know, from, from The Rockin', maybe like a Steven Tyler or something. You know, he says, well, contrary to popular belief, there's no water on Mars, but there is Cristal. And then he pours pop, pop, it. Pop, pop, pop. He popped. They, and, then, uh, and then aliens come out and kill everyone. Wouldn't that you, be cool? You know what would be a good statuette? Mm-hmm. For MTV Mars' award show. <laughs> Earthman. <laughs> Earth a standard uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just like a guy in slacks. <laughs> With a push broom. <laughs> right, instead of a flag. Yeah. He's just sweeping up. Yeah. <laughs> just doing what I can. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Co. Hello, Internet. I'm Travis McElroy. And I'm Teresa McElroy. She is my wife. And he's my husband. And it is our pleasure to introduce to you a brand new podcast, Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette for ordinary occasions. Teresa, let me ask you this. Can you teach me how to write a thank you note? Yes, I can. How about tips to improve my table manners? I'll do my best. And will you finally explain to me the difference between casual and business casual and cocktail and formal and black tie and all that stuff? If anybody can, I can. But like, it's going to be funny, right? Of course, I'm going to give historical origins and how those manners fit into our everyday lives. How could it not be funny? But also sometimes we'll talk about like burps and farts, right? Yeah, when not to. But we'll still talk about it. Yes. Great. So come join us for our new hilarious show. No RSVP required. Coming to you soon every Friday on MaximumFun.org. It's Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Dwayne Kennedy, smut buster. I can't get enough of that WKRP in Cincinnati voice he's doing <laughs> it's over beautiful, there. Beautiful, beautiful, very professional. <laughs> very professional. How's it, how's it by you, Jordan? What are you up to? Well, I wanted to maybe uh, ask for your guys' help with something. I've got a – I'm smack dab in the middle of a mystery. Oh, wow. Uh, so, wait. Should I get Starly Klein on the line? <laughs> uh, would you please? Yeah. Uh, I guess we probably can't get Klein. Yeah. So you guys will have to – you guys will have to do. Yeah. Uh, big, uh, big influx and outflux – in my apartment building recently. I think mm. we've had two or three uh, different people leave and two or three new sets of people come in. I'm glad that you didn't have uh, an influx without an outflux. No, because then, you yeah. know, maybe there's a family of clowns living upstairs <laughs> who just cram into one apartment. <laughs> That's why I'm racist against Court Nuts clowns. Oh. I like the ranch, uh-huh. and I hate the clowns. Yeah. I like clowns. I think clowns are um, not afraid of them. Never been afraid of clowns. I've never had that thing. No. I've been afraid of clowns. No, nor have I. Hmm. Interesting. I was afraid of clown class, but that was just because it was embarrassing. Sure, yeah. I've, I like I like clowns, and I like the word moist. Yeah. I, I like had the word a woman moist too. 
I had a woman blow me off one time. I was asking her out, and she said, I can't go out with you because I have to go see my friend graduate from clown school. Oof. Now, yeah. mind you, this was a Tuesday. Mm. <laughs> Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Clowns don't graduate on Tuesday. <laughs> that is just you a... could have just told me that you hate me. Sure. Dwayne, can I give you a comeback if that ever comes comes up again? Sure. Well, you're talking to a man who graduated from the clown school of hard knocks. Mm. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Deal with that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Faced. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> your bubble pipe specifically. Uh, so I have... I have some new neighbors. I have some new neighbors on the side and some new neighbors above. Okay. Um, and they each have a sound associated with them. I, the, the walls of my, my – I have a very old apartment building. And Wait, like Peter and the Wolf? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> one is a flute. Yeah. One is a uh, big fat one's a, a bassoon. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Uh, no. Um, so, so I – you know, the, the walls are very thin. So mm-hmm. you hear a thing that – you know, someone is doing, mm-hmm. um, and not all. You know, it's not it's not terrible, but you know, it'll be super noticeable at some point. My upstairs neighbor, here's what's going on. And I'm trying. I'm going to trying to replicate the rhythm for you too. So it's, mm-hmm. this is intentional. What is that? Hydraulic fuck machine. Oh. Easy. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Boy, I mean, do we, even, do we even continue the discussion? Here's what I was thinking before. This is like, this is like me listening to the Puzzle Master on Weekend Edition. Sure. I'm just, you I can, got it. You can just Every call time. it. You can just call yeah. it. Boom, boom, boom. Hydraulic fuck machine. <laughs> By the way, that's usually the answer to the Puzzler on uh, Weekend Edition. Oh, wow. It's usually hydraulic. Will, Will Shorts, Will Shorts is the real. He's, uh, yeah. They were good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was thinking it's some. It's like an exercise machine, like an ab roller or something, like something you would see Chuck Norris advertising in the you know late nineties, oh, okay. like a Suzanne Summers thing. Yeah. Um, I was thinking Sander, mm. yeah, or some sort of a saw because he's dismembering a body. <laughs> Boy, these are that 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 worries me. Was the Sander also for dismembering a body? Well, that's just getting. Some of the, you know... Distinguishing characteristics off of it. Yeah, you know, getting the bones polished. Yeah, you know... Shine it up. Sure, sure. You're making a bet out of them, so (laughs) they might as well be smooth. Or a xylophone. Yeah, (laughs) that's a fun murder. He, like, plays his little bone xylophone. Yeah. It's very funny. Hey, Mus! <laughs> he's just out on the street corners he's playing Jamaican, Calypso. He's a Jamaican bone xylophone player. <laughs> I can't get Leon in tune. It's <laughs> the name of the skeleton xylophone. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking that or, I mean, we, there's hardwood floors in the apartment, so he's not vacuuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe he has like rugs that he's oh, cleaning. Oh, what if it's one of those – what if it's one of those – Manual brush vacuum things. Oh, I can't. I can't. I don't think I can picture it. Oh. Uh, picture a uh, picture a church rummage sale. Okay, sure. <laughs> it's there. All right. You know, it's like a skinny stick yeah. and then a little box that okay. has oh, rotating sure. brushes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe a proto Swiffer. I also would say another possibility is mm-hmm. he's a collector of uh, sport flicks baseball cards, mm. which were the kind where if you tilt it. You get different pictures. Sure, yeah, yeah. And he's just running his finger across it because everyone knows that's what they were oh, good for. Oh, yeah. 
Or maybe he has a, he strung them together. Uh-huh. Like a raft or something. The sport flicks? The sport flicks. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, laced them together somehow. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's... Everything from Wally Joyner. Sure, to Oral Hershiser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's just sliding it over the floor. Maybe he's even doing, like, yoga with it or something. Maybe it's a mat made of those. And what I'm hearing is the scraping of... Mm-hmm. You know, three dozen sports flicks. Yeah. Sport flicks. I think that's right. I mean, my first choice is still hydraulic fuck machine. But... Sure. Or maybe it's all of those things because he's got the Michael Winslow box set of how to sound like everybody. <laughs> that's a really good point. <laughs> One of my favorite time life purchases. That's on, yeah. that's on Light in the Attic Records. Mm, they yeah, do a sure. really nice job with those mm-hmm. with those box sets. Yeah. yeah. Numero Group also bid on that one. <laughs> so he is... Uh, okay. So I think we figured that out. Mm-hmm. You know, Jordan, just curious. Please. What might this person's ethnicity be? Uh, this is a white man. Okay. This I'm is a... I'm going to stick with body dismemberment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know those whites. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. You said Latino. Would... I said maybe he's hooking up a, a barbecue grill or something. Okay. Yeah, African-American could be a family reunion. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or a sander. Yeah. So this is my... The, African-Americans are known for being smooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these are, the, and the people next, these are the people next to me now. There's a sound coming out of there. Uh, and I think this is a... Um, I think the sound is coming from their TV. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not, but it, sound, you know, it sounds like it's coming out of a TV speaker. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it sounds kind of like this. Hum, hum, hum. Private tutoring from the teacher from Peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> they have a troubled child. Yeah. They don't want to send him to public school. Nope. They don't want to have where to you get brainwashed. Look, they don't want to have to look at the teacher's face. Yeah. That is obviously he is tuned into Radio Free Jupiter. <laughs> just listening to some alien yeah. alien commands. Yeah. RFJ. Yeah. yeah. Jody Foster is probably your neighbor. Sure. Yeah. My, it's one of my favorite early REM songs too. <laughs> Radio Free Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of lost their, you know, they lost their they lost their scrappy edge after that, I think, and you know, it became more polished. Yeah. That's what I don't. Anyway. Sorry, going on Sesame Street. Yeah, exactly. Um, I w- it sounds like they are listening to like televised lectures, like or maybe I guess maybe it's like a TED talk or something. They're just listening to fucking loud, like they crank the TED talk. When you don't they crank turn it on. TED talks. I mean, I listen to them at a respectful volume. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love TED talks. Right. I'm, I'm, a, I don't, you know, I don't watch TV. Like, you I know, know, I don't watch, uh, yeah. I don't watch, I don't, even I don't know, television. yeah, you know, all this violence and sexual violence. jokes, but I love TED Talks. Feed I, your mind. Yeah, I mean, that is, I mean, I'm so bored when I watch TV, but a TED Talk. Um, feed, I've never met this person. I don't know why I'm mad at them. Feed your um, mind and your ferret. Sure, right. <laughs> That's right. my motto. <laughs> feed your mind. Brush your male ponytail. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Today I was at uh, our, one of our favorite uh, grocery stores, Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a weird guy talking to a, a male ponytail type mm-hmm, guy mm-hmm. talking to the uh, checkout woman. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe he was her manager or something because I could only see the, his back. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was wearing a vaguely Hawaiianish shirt. Sure. And uh, I, I just wanted to check out. So mm-hmm. I walked up and sort of 
stepped in front of him and he said, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm Mm -hmm. so sorry. And immediately I could tell uh, that uh, he was a weird, crazy person. Mm -hmm. Not like insane crazy, but like Santa Cruz crazy. Sure. Like would have listened to us on college radio. Right. And then called in and complained. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, – he, but he was so nice and so sweet and, and he apologized. Sorry because he was in my way get, checking out or whatever. And uh, he took a few steps away and the waitress – I mean the checkout woman was checking my – was beeping mm-hmm. my things. And the man came back and said, I'm so sorry. And he put a purple rock in my hand and he said, that's for you. <gasps> oh, wow. That's terrific. That is a great crazy guy thing. Do you think I've got troll powers now? I should hope so. Something. Yeah. yeah. Try it out. See if you can eat a goat that's crossing a bridge. <laughs> is that what Troll's magic power is? To yeah. eat goats? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the three Billy Goats Gruff over here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I mean, there's a lot of people that just eat goats that don't have troll powers. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a specifically a goat that's crossing a bridge. Okay. It's not just a, you know, farm goat that you, you know, butcher. Got it. This is a slow goat rest. on the move. Have you eaten goat? <laughs> Uh, have I goat? eaten goat? I've eaten goat. Yeah, it me seems too. like a goat taco. Yeah, me too. I cannot remember a specific time that I have eaten goat. Yeah, like, maybe it's not I would. That good. It's super gamey. Yeah, maybe I would remember it more if I had it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty intense, and you got to cook it real slow in juices, <clears throat> or else it dries out. Sure. It's a little stringy. It's all the cans yeah. that they eat. Yeah, it's a little metallic too. Fucking goat smirk. So what did we decide cool. it was? So we decided that the guy upstairs is dismembering people after. Fucking them to death with this hydraulic fuck machine. Mm-hmm. I just want to say right now, this man upstairs is not the great comedy guy, Brendan Hunt. Okay. Uh, this is not Brendan Hunt. Got it. Who lives diagonal up from me. Got it. Who's a great man who has never been anything but a respectful neighbor. Right. I was worried. Get- I was thinking, is this is Jordan suggesting that great comedy guy, Brendan Hunt, <laughs> is a murderer? No. This is a different man, another is Jordan, man. Is Jordan making a murderer here? No, I, I would never make a murderer. Okay. I would never make a murderer. Got it. Well, that's why we're so unsuccessful. I would, jinx, I would jinx you. Okay. And I might serial you. Got it. But I will never make a murderer. Got it. American Crime Story, O.J. Simpson. The Thin Blue Line. The Thin Blue Line, of course. Um, Has that come on yet? The Thin Blue Line? No. <laughs> American uh, O.J. Uh, it is. People yeah, there's been two of them. Simpson. Yeah. Uh, David Schwimmer from Friends is in it. Yeah. Isn't Cuba Gooding too short to play O.J. Simpson? That, you know, the, 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 the I think I just heard the discussion uh, of it on, uh, I mean, it's one of the, one of the chatty culture podcasts, maybe your Slate Culture Gap Fest. No, let's say it's Pop Culture Happy Hour. You know, it was Pop Culture Happy Hour. Our friends at NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour. Um, whatever the, whoever was having the discussion, uh, Really harped on that fact that Cuba Gooding Jr. didn't look enough like OJ, was not the imposing, you know, looming buff guy that OJ Simpson was. And I thought that was an interesting thing yeah. to get hung up on. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a good actor. Yeah. But just stature wise, doesn't seem to. No. He's a, he's a, he is a noticeably small man. Maybe right. it's because I'm not prejudiced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. But I'm afraid of all black people. <laughs> <You think laughs> any are. of them could be potential murderers. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Right. From the biggest to the teeny tiniest. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, watch out for those teeny tiny Negroes. 
<laughs> the ones I have in my pocket. Sure. <laughs> I think that's going to be Trump's new wedge issue. Tiny right. black people. Right. America, we have Domin- to look out. Specifically Dominique Dawes. Yes. We have to build a wall between us and the tiny blacks. Right. Um, With Lego blocks. <laughs> so we figure, okay, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fucked to death with a hydraulic fuck machine. Right. Bones cleaned with a sander. Yeah. The others are uh, aliens listening to secret messages from Radio Free Jupiter. Exactly. Boy, that solves it. I thought this was going to be a, you know, more of a knockdown drag out kind of issue, but it seems like we all agree. Yeah, we don't need Starly kind anyway. Yeah. Hey, hey, Starly, take a, take a night off from and solving your... Mi- yep. Jordan. Yes. I, th- I would say in eight to 12 months, you won't have to worry about it. Because those people will be gone, and there'll be a new set of people in to have their dreams crushed in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, what's, rotating. once these people's web series don't happen. Yes. Yeah. It's like one of those sushi conveyor belts. Yeah. Oh, those are fun. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe the uh, new neighbors can come in on little boats. <laughs> I always like that. I always like it when the sushi's on little boats. You know what I like? I like, this is not traditional, but I like mm-hmm. neighbors with avocado. That is nice, huh? Yeah. It's the Californian in me. Mm-hmm. I well, thought that was a Matisse. <laughs> that is. Neighbors with avocado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, cool. it's gorgeous. It's at the Lacma. Yes. Mm. Did you see that where you saw it? You saw yeah. it at the Lacma. Smaller yeah. than you'd think. Yeah. It is. I mean, you see it in you know coffee table books. And you're like, right. Oh, this thing looms. You right. Know, so large. So, <laughs> but it's it's tiny. Bold brushwork. Sure. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. And I'm Dwayne Kennedy, smut buster. Dwayne, I'm going to take this opportunity to endorse your new stand-up comedy extra play recording. Oh, no, it's Dwayne Kennedy. Thanks, Jess. I enjoyed listening to it at the gymnasium where I was doing some iron pumping. Mm, getting it jacked. Was, it was hard to get jacked. Uh, the main thing I did was strengthen my core from all the gut-busting mm. laughs. <laughs> okay? The gut-busting laughs. Uh, but it really is. It's, it's totally hilarious. I imagine, what, can people go to DwayneKennedy.com or something? Uh, DwayneKennedyComedy uh, dot something. <laughs> dot C-A dot gov. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> That's where you go to pay your water bill. Right. Yeah. Uh, bank- if you live in the California area. Right. right. A uh, band camp, mm. yeah, and tomorrow on soon to be gouged on iTunes. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. D- buy Dwayne Kennedy's album. Dwayne's one of the funniest guys. And uh, if you get the chance to see him live, are you? You have any dates coming up? Uh, I'll be at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase February eighteenth through twentieth. We got fans in Ann Arbor. Absolutely. We did shows in Ann Arbor. People came. Yeah, get out to the, get out there to yeah. that show, including a few homeless people who just wandered around. Sure, show. get out there. Yeah, get out. Yeah, I hope some homeless people come. Then I won't be the home, only homeless person right. at the show. Sure. Yeah. Are you listening, Jim Harbaugh? Get out to uh, Dwayne Kennedy's show, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Are you listening, that delicatessen? <laughs> Everyone talks about all the time. Yeah, Zingerman's. Zingerman's. Oh. There you go. Oh. Was I supposed to say that? No, we were, I think I, yeah, I you don't. Put, you put your finger on it there. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, if you're out there at Zingerman's. 
Dwayne Kennedy, one of the best in the business, one of the absolute best in the business. Go see him do his show because it is hilarious. Um, I will also mention that I just added some really beautiful new stuff to the Put This On shop. Mm. Uh, the new store of uh, my menswear blog, Put This On, some beautiful blankets and cufflinks and desk accessories and stuff like that. And you can continue to use the code FULLCHORT for free shipping on all of them at PutThisOnShop.com. And uh, hey, any corrections uh, and omissions? <laughs> Who are we supposed to get at? I forget. John Kasich. Kasich. There you go. I think it's probably at John Kasich or something like that. I think it's at John Kasich comedy. Get at him. Should we just – I want to get this ball rolling and I don't know explicitly if there were any, you know, uh, 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 misspeaks Mm -hmm. today. We should probably just do one or two blatantly to just get people rolling, get them in the habit of tagging uh, John Kasich. Just get a couple important things wrong. Yeah. Yeah. um, the legendary battle of the iron-sided ships was a turning point in the Civil War. Uh, it was, of course, between the Monitor and the Merrimack. Sure. There you go. Um, uh, uh, when, when considering the timeline in which the Zelda games happen, uh-huh. the earliest one chronologically mm-hmm. is linked to the past. So just yeah. get at John Kasich and correct those. Yeah. If you have a correction for either of those, at John Kasich. Mm-hmm. And you can, of course, add a hashtag JJ, go to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. We're on Facebook, just like Jordan Jesse Go. Join the Maximum Fun group there. Uh, reserve your MaxFunCon tickets or at least get on the email list at MaxFunCon.com. Dwayne Kennedy going to be in Ann Arbor. He's on the, on the line, DwayneKennedyComedy.com, and his new album is called Oh No, It's Dwayne Kennedy. Brian Fernandez, a.k.a. Sonny D, is our producer, interrupting the show with his laughter from outside of the studio. And for that, we refuse to apologize. Our theme music, Love You, by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design, and our friends at Light in the Attic Records. Uh, we can recommend also that you check out their other new release, uh, which is the box set from <laughs> Police Academy, from Police, what's his name? Oh, Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. <laughs> from Police Academy legend Michael Winslow. You'll get all the hits from pa-pa-pa-pa-pa to be-woo, be-woo. Yeah. Uh, the title of that box set, uh, Not Quite Comedy. <laughs> Not Quite Comedy. <laughs> Plenty amusing. Yeah. Amusing, but not quite comedy. (laughs) Um, We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.